0: Jcastnetwork.org.
1: Welcome to Daily Daf Differently. My name is David Hoffman. We are in the Sekhet Shabbat, and today's Daf is seventy-five. Ayin Hay. One of the great questions in the study of rabbinics is to what extent were the rabbis truly citizens of the larger Roman world? That is to say, to what extent did the rabbis live a cloistered existence? separate from the culture of the high Roman Empire? Or to what extent did they actually participate and were in many ways Roman? One of the arenas where this question becomes heated is the interpretation of art in synagogue structures in the land of Israel. Synagogues that we date to the rabbinic period. In many of these synagogues where art remains, one can find pictures that we would not expect to find. And in some cases, we might imagine that the rabbis would have had real problems with, with some of the imagery. For instance, let's go ahead and take the synagogue in Hamat Tveria. Tveria. has a famous synagogue and a beautiful mosaic floor. And on this mosaic, and in this mosaic, in the center, is Helios and his hand is raised in triumph and in his other hand he holds a sphere and a staff. Gorgeous, gorgeous imagery. And around Helios are all the images of the zodiac. Strange, completely not Jewish and we might imagine that the rabbis would have had a problem with the zodiac being underneath their feet as they in the Amida. And if we assume that the rabbis of rabbinic literature actually use these buildings, how do we go ahead and, expl- and, and explain this completely non-Jewish imagery? Well, this is a complicated question that really does get at the heart of who the rabbis were and to what extent they were a part of Roman society. But I believe our daf today might shed some light on this debate. There is an amazing conversation or statement by two Amoraim from Eretz Israel. It begins in seventy-five Amud Aleph, and Amar Rabbi Shimon ben Pazi, Amar Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, Rabbi Yeshua ben Pazi said, in the name of Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, Mishum Barka Para, Kol HaYodea. Call HaYodea lechashev b'tekufot umazalot ve'inochoshev alav hakatuv the eight poal adunai loyabitu umaseyadav lo ra'u. So the statement reads: Anyone who knows how to go ahead lechashev to calculate the tekufot, the seasons, and the positions of the mazalot in the constellations. The and in fact does not go ahead and calculate these positions. Regarding him there is a Pasuk that Torah goes ahead and teaches from the book of Isaiah, which says and the work of God Po al Adunai Loyabitu, they do not go ahead and regard umaseyadav and the work of God and the work of God's hands, lo-ra'u, they don't go ahead and see. So it's an amazing statement that says that if you know how to go ahead and engage the constellations and figure out the seasons, and if you know how to go ahead and look at the constellations, in order to go ahead and do the stuff of even identifying what will occur both in the weather and perhaps in history, and if you don't go ahead and use the mazalot in these ways, in some ways what this statement is saying is that you're not really appreciating the work of God. By studying the movements of the sun and the constellations, this statement is suggesting that a person will gain understanding, a better understanding, of the greatness of God. In some ways, it's a mitzvah to go ahead and do this stuff. It is not forbidden. We have another statement, which is similar. Amar Rabbi Shmua Bar Nachmani, Amar Rabbi Yochanan. Once again, representing the position of an Amarah from Eretz Yisrael. Minayin. From where do we know? She mitzvah al ha'adam l'chashiv kufotu tu mazalot. And here, it ups it. Meaning that, it's not simply a good thing to go ahead and do, which we saw in the last statement. Here, it's a mitzvah lech to kufot umazalot. It is a mitzvah. It is a chiyuv in some ways to go ahead and calculate the seasons and the position of the constellations. Shne'amar, and we have a pasuk again from Tvarim. Ushmartem v'asitem ki hi chokhmatchem uvinatchem le'nei You shall safeguard and perform them v'asitem. Why? Ki hi Because it is your wisdom and discernment in the eyes of the nations. Azo chokhmat Uvina Shi ha'amim. What is the wisdom in and the discernment in the eyes of the nations? Heve omer, tikufot umazalot. One has to go ahead and say that this is the calculation of the seasons and of the constellations. So this is a deeply audacious reading that has a pasuk in Dvarim saying that we need to go ahead and safeguard And perform the wisdom of nations. And what is this wisdom that we should ultimately go ahead and adopt and perform? It is the wisdom of understanding the constellations and astronomy and astrology. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. And so I think these two statements by two sages from Eretz Israel, two stages, two sages from communities that had this type of artwork on the floor, and we can now better understand how a synagogue like Hamat Tveria might have had this artwork on their floor. This sugyah, this this section of Talmud offers, complicates, I think, previously held assumptions about who the rabbis were, who the ra- and their relationship to both astronomy astrology and ultimately to
0: the larger Roman cultural context. Thank you. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of daily Daft differently and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead available on Bandcamp, iTunes and Spotify.